In our reading today from the Acts of the Apostles, we have St. Philip, who is filled with the Holy Spirit. And actually, uh, the, the way it's written is, is so beautiful. He seems to be just drawn, not, not pulled might be the, the, the wrong word, but he's just led so easily by the Holy Spirit. So he's, uh, he sees this eunuch passing in a, in, in, a, in a carriage, and the eunuch is reading scripture. Uh, and he comes across this, this passage like the sheep that is led to the slaughterhouse, like the lamb that is dumb in front of its shears, like these, he never opens his mouth, he has been humiliated and has had no one to defend him. And the eunuch asks Philip, well, who is he talking about? Who is, who is he talking about himself? Is he talking about someone else? Obviously this is uh, a prophecy as regards Jesus and what Jesus is going to do. So Philip explains all of this to the eunuch, and the eunuch immediately wants to get baptized, sees the other Riding, driving past some, some water. And Philip says, well, well, the eunuch says, is there anything to stop us getting baptized right here? Or anything to stop me getting baptized right here? And so he's baptized. And then it's, here we go. But after they had come up out of the water again, so like this, this is how, how compact the story is, how, how quickly this all happens. After they'd come up out of the water, Philip was taken away by the Spirit of the Lord. And the eunuch never saw him again and went on his way rejoicing. Okay, a couple of things there. Uh, I love the, the joy. I think it's so important to recognize the joy here that the eunuch experiences after being baptized. So now he, he recognizes who the Lord is and that the scriptures have, have foretold and prepared the Lord's coming. He hears about the Lord baptized into that faith and then he experiences joy immediately. Philip is carried away by the Holy Spirit. And then we straight into our psalm, cry out with joy to God all the earth. Psalm 99. Psalm 65, actually. Uh, Psalm 65. So, uh, it's just, what I'm saying is, in all of this, we see experiences of joy because of the faith. And very often, or too often, those two ideas are separated, the faith and joy, as if they're almost mutually exclusive. The more faithful you are, the more misery it's going to cause you and you have to sacrifice yourself and you have to be obedient and you have to follow commandments and it just ends up limiting your freedom. So basically faith uh, is the opposite to, to joy, which of course is uh, completely diabolical, uh, that idea. That idea is completely diabolical because faith sets us free. Say faith is what actually causes true joy. Uh, I was talking to a, a priest recently and he asked something which really, really struck me. Uh, it was just one of those questions and answers which just, just went straight into my heart. He said, what is it that makes us unhappy? I don't, I don't know. Um, what makes us unhappy? I thought, well, look, in general, broad terms, you could probably say like sin. I mean, sin separates us from God. God is a source of our happiness. So that this, was, this was my thought anyway. I thought sin, sin then would be the, 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 the opposite. Uh, the antithesis of, of, of life in the spirit, life in the truth, life in God. So I presume kind of sin, maybe. And he said, yeah, yeah. He said, but how about this? What makes us unhappy, what makes us sad, is that which we will not give to God. Whatever I will not give to God is what makes me sad. And I thought, oh, I like that. Because I was thinking about myself, like, I was thinking about uh, occasions when I, when I felt a heaviness or a sadness, like, and you kind of, kind of roll it back as to why, not just the, the feeling, but the why behind it. Why was I sad? Why was I upset? Why was I uh, perturbed? Like, 
what was unsettled in me? What was the cause of it? Was there something I wasn't willing to give to God? Was there, and like that can be anything for, for, for us. Like it can be uh, a desire for success. It can be maybe a, a career opportunity that fell through. It can be a relationship that fell apart. It can be uh, illness, bereavement even. These, these things or situations or people, relationships that I'm not willing to give to God. But if I'm not willing to give to God, it's what will hold me back from being happy. As, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of a, a, a couple of people that I know. There's one lady in a country that isn't Ireland, won't be watching this so I can say it. Uh, but like from a, a fairly well-to-do family, lovely husband, um, a couple of sons, one, one needs a lot of work. Uh, but unfortunately, that poor lady will never be happy. She will never be happy because no matter what she has, there's always something more that she could have. So whenever, I'm, whenever I've spoken to her now over the last, I don't know, more than 10 years, there's always something more that she could have that hasn't got yet. And there's a, a terrible sad, sadness and restlessness in her because all of these ideas, hopes and dreams, she will not give them to God. She wants to be able to control all of these things in order to guarantee her own happiness, but what it's actually doing is provoking the opposite, creating the opposite. It's making her miserable, and therefore making her husband miserable, and therefore making family life miserable, and therefore worrying all of the in-laws and the, the extended family as they see this family begin to fall apart and crumble at the edges and everyone is unhappy and miserable, instead of just being able to say, Lord, I give you everything. I give you everything. We will never go hungry. We will never be in, 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 I'm saying in their situation, they will never be hungry. They, will, they have enough to, to, to pay their bills. They don't need to buy a third house. They don't need to buy a fifth car. They don't need those things. It just creates more debt, creates more stress. You don't need them. Stop. 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 What makes you unhappy is whatever you will not give to God. So if we phrase that positively, the route to happiness is giving everything to God. Give everything to God and then you're free. But, and, and when we think about how, how that works long term, like say for example, uh, we, have the, we have the gift of, of intelligence and we've started a good business and we've been successful and so we're earning. I mean, we've worked hard to, 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 to get this far and get our college education and so we're, we're earning well and things are going well. Okay. Now, is that the source of my happiness? Absolutely can't be. It can't be, because then with every economic upturn or downturn, your happiness changes. Very insecure. No. But now that I have this and I, can work for, I have worked for this, what can I do to help? What can I do to make this serve God? So now I have wealth and I can serve God. I can help charities. I can, I can help people. I can help my family, whoever it is. You know, I have, I have now something that I can give. At the, I can, something I can put at the service of God. So now I, I have it, but I'm free of it. So I'm happy. I have it, I can use it, I can benefit from it, but I can also help others. Whereas if I have it and, and I need this to be happy, well then it's kind of like Scrooge, you know, you end up in, in, in you, never, you never have enough because there could always be more. You know, I could always get more if I work harder and so on. And then your life becomes about earning at the expense of all the relationships around you. 
or even like you know people who are just scared to death of getting sick and become yeah actually hypochondriacs and just worried to death about oh, there's a pun w worried sick oh, there's a, there we go again Wor worried very worried about getting sick and so they're just scared of everything and everyone and you know viruses and processed foods and UV rays and laser beams and uh, all this kind of thing and they just won't stop talking about it. Uh, but like, just, sorry, whoops. Uh, but point being, point being, they'll actually never be happy because how do you avoid the world we live in? How do you avoid satellite beams or whatever, whatever they're afraid of? Like, there are certain things we can change, there are certain things we can't. Lord, I give everything to you. Lord, I give everything to you. Because what makes me unhappy is what I will not give to you. Positively expressed, if I give everything to you, then I can find happiness. It also means then that when I get to heaven, you see, if God wants to share his nature with me, if I can be trusted with the limited amount of power and influence and intelligence that I have here, then I can be trusted to share in divine nature in heaven where I'll have far more power, far more intelligence, wealth, I don't really know how it works up there, but I'll, 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 I can be if I can be trusted with a little, I can be trusted with more. If I can be trusted with the limited resources I have now, I can be trusted to be more like God in heaven. So it helps me to be happy here, and it leads me towards eternal happiness in heaven. So this works. What is it that makes us unhappy? whatever we won't give to God. And so in this Easter season, this season of joy and resurrection and hope and light and love, let us ask for that grace, that beautiful grace of the Holy Family, that, that grace that, that Mary and St. Joseph lived so well, to accept everything from God, to give everything from, to God, and in so doing, to experience true and lasting joy. Amen.